Hello again. I'm Louis Abernathy, and I'm your guide to all the devious happenings in Old Cove. Let me catch you up on what's been happening since our last visit. The news of my murder spread through town like wildfire. Elena worked hard to convince Kellen she is his mother, back from the dead. And Drake offered a job to someone with a very familiar face. Now, let's get back to our story. We begin at Old Cove Town Square. In the town square, there's a diner which is run by one of the local townies. I have no idea why Sawyer has always enjoyed this place. Maybe he wants Drake to know he can hang out with common folk of Old Cove. Then again, these are probably Drake's kind of people, so I'm sure he will love it. You're going to love it here. They have the best Philly cheesesteak in town. You just don't seem the type to. What? I come from money, so that means I only eat a certain kind of food? <laughs> no, that's not what I'm saying. Then what are you saying? What kind of person am I, Lieutenant? Drake smiles at Sawyer, unable to take his eyes off of him. You're the kind of person who always keeps me guessing. I hope that's a good thing. Alright, it's a very good thing. Sawyer grabs his head and starts to stumble towards the entrance of the diner. He tries to speak, but no words come out. Are you okay, Sawyer? Drake, something with my head feels strange. Sawyer looks straight at Drake and reaches for him before he faints and falls on the ground. Drake cradles Sawyer in his arms. He begins looking, everyone staring at them. He feels around his jacket looking for a cell phone, but it isn't there. Is someone going to call 911 or are you all just going to stand there? Drake yells at those standing around them. The crowd begins to move back. One of the customers pulls out their cell phone and dials 911. Sawyer, help is on the way. Meanwhile, at the Old Cove Inn in Elena's room. Harley enters. She is surprised to see Elena with a joyful look on her face. You look surprisingly happy. What awful thing have you done to the citizens of Old Cove now? I'm extremely happy. You see, everything is going according to plan. Especially with Lily. (laughs) Why is Lily so important to your plan? I need someone on the inside, and she's the perfect pawn for that. And unless she wants her secret to be exposed, she will do exactly what I tell her to do. I thought I was the someone on the inside. Am I not good enough? I still appreciate everything you do, but having someone like Lily on the inside gives me a major advantage. She has history with the family, and they have no idea she's connected to me. And you trust her enough not to expose us for who we really are? Of course not. But I trust her enough to know that she's going to do the right thing. That is, 
If she wants me to keep my mouth shut about her past, the knowledge I hold will destroy any chance of happily ever after with the man she loves. Is she talking about Lawrence or Kellen? A few weeks ago at the Abernathy Manor in my office, I had learned my wife was alive, which is why I told my most trusted son. It went like this. Lawrence, I have to tell you something. What's that, father? I was waiting until I knew more. Your mother, she's still alive, and she's been alive all these years. Really? Very interesting. I have no idea why she was able to get away with the faking of her death. A nurse at the psychiatric hospital told me she had killed herself not long after giving birth to Sawyer. I'll help you find her. I should have taken care of her all those years before. Enough of this trip down memory lane. Let's get back to the present. Callan is sitting in my office, searching through all my hard drives, looking for clues that I might have known Virginia, his mother, was alive. This is just all too fishy. Then at the exact moment, the letter that I had written the night before my untimely death is slipped under the door. Kellen gets up and walks over and picks up the envelope. The envelope is not addressed to anyone. Kellen opens the door and looks both ways in the hallway. And there's no one in sight. What's this? Kellen tears open the letter. He pulls out two sheets of paper that are inside. The first thing Kellen notices that these are the notes from my desk that had been written on my personal stationery. I should have figured that even death wouldn't shut Louis Abernathy up. Kellen reads the notes. His eyes look as if they were about to pop out of his head. My notes reveal all the information I had been able to gather in the weeks before I was murdered. It's true. She is alive. Kellen flips to the second sheet and reads what is written. Uh, this can't be true. Oh, but it is, Kellen. It is. Across town at Memorial Hospital. All nurses to the nurses' station. Drake is sitting next to Sawyer's hospital bed waiting for him to wake up. He places his hand on Sawyer's hand. Sawyer, I need you to wake up. I know we've only known each other a short time, but in that short time... Ginny is standing outside Sawyer's room, listening to Drake confess his feelings to Sawyer. Drake looks up and notices Ginny standing at the door. Ginny, what are you doing here? I wanted to come and check on Sawyer. I heard the call come over the radio. I rushed over as soon as I heard. The doctors keep asking me all these questions about family history, and I can't get a hold of any of them. Jenny freezes, not sure how to respond. I'll keep Sawyer in my prayers. Thank you. It's really weird. One minute we're talking, and the next he's out cold. And they have no idea what's wrong? Not a clue. They are running tests. I guess now it's just a waiting game. 
Jenny walks over to the front of Sawyer's bed and places her hand on Sawyer's hand. I can tell this one is a fighter. At that moment, Drake and Jenny hear a beeping sound as Sawyer starts to flatline. Maybe you're not as strong as she thinks. Drake rushes over to Sawyer's side, pushing Jenny out of the way. Nurse, come quick. Code blue, room 305. Sawyer, don't you dare die on me. Several nurses and doctors rush in and start working on Sawyer, trying to save his life. They make Drake and Jenny leave the room. Abigail, Drake's dead wife, comes up behind him. Everywhere you go, Drake, death seems to follow. <laughs> Sawyer will survive. How can you be so sure? I thought we would be together forever, and look how that ended up. Would you just leave me alone? Ginny eyes Drake. She's confused by the way he's acting. Are you okay? Pull yourself together. Why won't you leave me alone? Should I get a doctor? You don't look so good yourself. Once I know Sawyer is fine, I'll be fine. I'm sure they're doing everything they can. Well, Drake, for your sake and sanity, I hope they are. I'd hate for you to lose someone else. A little while later, Lily is rushing around her apartment, packing up all that she can, grabbing clothes and supplies while she hears a knock at the door. She goes over to the door and looks through the peephole and sees Kellen standing there. What is he doing here? Lily opens the door. Hey. Kellen, what can I do for you? Kellen looks down and notices the suitcase close to the door. Are you going somewhere? Just going on a little trip. Alone? That's not really any of your business. You look like you're running from something. Does Lawrence know about your trip? He's better off not knowing where I'm going. It's the only way I can protect all of you. What are you talking about? Protect us? Who do we need protection from? I, I can't explain. All I can tell you is that it's best if I'm not in your lives right now. I'm not letting you leave Old Cove without at least explaining. Does this have to do with me? Are you leaving because you still have feelings for me? My family always thought that the moment that I was out of their lives for good, their lives would be perfect and less dramatic even. But if they haven't noticed, even after my death, their lives have spiraled more out of control than ever. And my children have no idea what's coming their way. Our story will continue with the next episode of Tomorrow's A New Day.